All right, welcome to Look at My Records, episode 34. I'm here with my good friend, Zach Romano. We'll be counting down our favorite records of 2017. And that's just personal preference. Records that I liked the most and that my co-host, Zach Romano, liked the most yeah we didn't listen to enough records to be able to definitively say that these are the 10 or 20 best records that came out this year i I don't know these are the ones i like i just meant i'm going purely based on this is what i liked to listen to the most there's no objective criteria it's just liking and degree of liking yeah would you say that your list is relatively like a pretty straight line of how much you listen to the album. Or yeah, like absolutely. A- yeah, I would agree. How about you? Uh, to a degree. There are a couple that I discovered pretty recently that I haven't listened to all that much yet, but they displaced albums that I was only like, okay about. So that's fine. But 2017, interesting year, tumultuous year. Good year for music. Yeah, I was going to say. Not for much else, though. Despite but- all the other shit, the music was still great. Thanks to all you artists out there still making great music, despite the shit. Yeah, thanks for uh, helping us forget about the shit for 35 to 60 minute or so intervals. And thanks for keeping us entertained while we shit. Because I always listen to music while I shit at work, especially. Really? You bring headphones into your work bathroom? Yeah. I I don't even bother using headphones. Oh, you just listen to music? Yeah. Oh. No, oh, is not, it a one-person? Really. That would be the thing a is psychopath a would do. The one-person bathroom? No, I don't do that. Only a psychopath would do that. I, I listen to music while I'm using the bathroom. Well, I mean, through headphones. Yeah. So that's where I got acquainted with a lot of these records this year. <laughs> on the John. <laughs> Good of a place as any. Johnny on the spot while I'm in the car, at my apartment, walking. I do a lot of listening to music while I walk. Yeah, I, I did a lot of listening on the subway, did a lot of listening while, while running, while on planes. Yeah, and these songs helped us get through those tough times commuting and going to and from places, because it certainly was not an easy year for traveling. It wasn't an easy year for, for really just solitude. It was a bad year for silent solitude, because then all of the like shit creeped in, so you needed to fill that headspace with good music or else you'd just go nuts i agree so let's start off our top 10 each i'd like to note we have no overlap we checked we double checked we triple Triple checked checked. but we have pretty similar musical tastes we like go we go to the same shows we can generally recommend bands and know with a relatively high degree of certainty that if the other person doesn't love it they'll at least like enjoy it but for whatever reason this year none of our favorites overlapped probably the first and last time yeah i mean i hope so or maybe i don't because now i get to reacquaint myself with 10 new albums or hear some that i maybe haven't heard yet no me so that's good so that's good So let's start off. What was your number 10 album of 2017, Zach? My number 10 album of 2017 was called Capture, and it's an album by Thunder Dreamer. And the song that I've chosen to play from this one is called St. Mallow, 
I don't know what that is or who, but it's a good song. What's the deal with Thunder Dreamer? Um, they're a bunch of musicians from the Midwest somewhere. They play like big open space rock songs. I kind of think they sound like um, uh, if, if Symbols Eat Guitars was a little bit less frenetic and fronted by the guy from The Shins. It's a good description. You think so? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, but you can judge for yourself because you're about to hear. Yeah, you're about to hear it. One of their songs. And that's St. Malo. Yeah, we're, we're going to be seeing them next week. Oh, they're playing with Symbols Eat Guitars? No, no. They're, well, I mean, actually... I don't know if you've confirmed this. I'm going to be seeing them next week, at least elsewhere. Oh, I'll come with you. Cool. High five. High five. Woo! Okay, and my number 10 was Need to Feel Your Love by Sheermag. Also a great song. Technically their debut album because even it feels like they've been around for a couple of years because they have, but they put out a series of seven-inch seven inch EPs, three of them, and then a compilation of those EPs. And now this was the debut album. They formed at SUNY Purchase, and now they're based in Philadelphia. And it's very power poppy. Yeah, with like some some big fucking vocals. Yeah, like definitely very powerful. Big vo- very powerful, and it's got an edge to it. Would you say? Yeah, it's, I think you could you can safely say that it has an edge to it. And this song has an edge. Expect. The Bayonet? Dude, that's not the song you said. Or, or were you just saying the album title? The songs Expect the Bayonet. Oh, my The album bad. titles Need to Feel Your Love. Isn't there also a song called Need yeah. to Feel Your Okay, that's yeah. what I was thinking of. Don't worry. My bad, my bad. All good. So let's play those songs. St. Malo. Yeah. And Expect the Bayonet. Number 10.
damn, that was some good barbecue. Yeah, you got some pork? Yeah, I got some corn. Sh- shout out to Hamilton Pork in Jersey City, New Jersey. You got chicken? Feeling pretty full. Full enough to move on to the number nine slot. God, where are you putting there, dude? What am I putting there? What are you putting there? I asked first. Okay, well, since you asked first, the name of the band is Omni. They're from Atlanta, Georgia. Oh, yeah? They put out a brand new album in September. It's their second full length. It's called Multitask. Got a lot of high tonage guitars. Cool. What would the you na- say the tasks involved there are? If they're multitasking, the, what are the tasks? Uh, guitars. Definitely guitars. Yeah, true. Singing while playing guitars. Uh, that's tough to do. Bass guitar and some drums. All right, all right. And then this is this is one guy doing all of this at once then, right? Yeah, he has like 15 arms. Yeah, that's some pretty intense multitasking go, indeed. Go check out Omni Live if you can. And the name of the song is Equestrian. Um, you know, they like horses. I love them. And how about you, number nine? Number nine is from a band you've probably all heard of called The National. They just keep on putting out really good albums. I mean, over and over again, every couple of years. Uh, This one's called This System Only Dreams in Total Darkness. And at least from what I've read, it's, well, it features their first guitar solo since like 2007, which was their album Boxer, which sounds about right. So... Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. I guess I was talking in the wrong part of the microphone. Thanks, dude. Stop moving it. All right. Um, But yeah, so they they made their guitarist go 10 years without playing guitar solo. And you can kind of tell in this song because he's, he really lets it out. He kind of like ejaculates, right? Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, it's 10 years of pent up. Shredding. Yeah. Yeah, It's 10 years of pent up. Yo, can I just play this lick? Can I just play that lick? And they, and just a little, little they, hammer, they told hammer them on, no. they hammer told on, them hammer no. on and stuff. They always told him no until they told him yes. And this is the result. I think the National's going to make records forever, probably. Yeah, I mean, they're already old. So it's not like there's going to be a point where like they're old now because they're already old. And they don't seem like they hate each other. Well, it's it's two sets of brothers and then another dude. So. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Uh, really? Yeah. The, the two guitarists are twin brothers. I guess I never really got a good look at them. I've seen them like seven times. Even when I've seen them, I've seen them live. I never thought, hey, these guys are related. Well. I'm going to ask them about that. If National, if you want to be on this podcast, just uh, shoot me a Facebook message. Uh, you know where to find me. And we'll we'll talk about it. The family di- band dynamics. Yeah, yeah. All right, so let's play those songs. We got Omni, Equestrian, and The National. What's the name of the song, This Zach? System Only Dreams in Total Darkness. Boom. Long title. Boom.
Baby, I listen more than you think And I can tell that somebody sold you We said we'd never let anyone in We said we'd only die of lonely secrets The system only dreams in total darkness Why are you hiding from me? We're in a different kind of thing now All night you're talking to God Those were, were really good songs. Wow. But number eight, Await Sus. <laughs> I think I may know the guy at number eight. Yeah. It may sound familiar to me. Yeah, I mean, his name is only two letters away from yours, and I think he, he might be your cousin. Yeah, he's my cousin. <laughs> Let's start that rumor that's not true. Yeah, well, I, I mean... 
What 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 are cousins anyway? Yeah, they're like nothing. Now, what are cousins? Cousins anyway? are not even a real f- familial relationship. Yeah, I mean, like you have second cousins, third cousins. It doesn't mean anything. Did you None know of it means Bernie anything. Bernie Sanders and Larry David are cousins. But that doesn't mean anything. Yeah, mean it doesn't shit. mean anything. It doesn't that mean shit. Bill Clinton and Larry David are cousins too. If cousin doesn't mean anything. Yeah. And oh, we're, we're we're getting too far yeah, afield okay. here. Um, the, the song is from his album, Heavy Meta, which also is maybe my favorite album title of the year. Uh, it's called All the Punks Are Domesticated, and it's the last track on his album. It's not really representative of the whole album. The whole album's great, but this song sounds a lot different than anything else on there. It's pretty laid back. Uh, when I heard it, I immediately thought that it sounds like the stuff Kurt Vile was doing uh, and his early albums, like Childish Prodigy, like the kind of sound experiment kind of thing. And also the very, like, wordplay, witty lyrics. Reminds me a lot of that, which I was really missing since Kurt Vile doesn't really do that stuff anymore. Yeah, he doesn't do. He does, you know, better production, too. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, to. those those old songs had some some personality and some weirdness that it, that is stuff doesn't really have anymore i like his stuff now but i always have like yeah. a, a place for those Me early too. album that, that early album weirdness that's another guy that's going to be making records forever it seems like yeah for sure and like he seems very open to collaboration did that record make your list up it, there in- it did not but it was good i liked it i actually haven't listened to it yet it's been on my list but- i recommend it it's an honorable mention i'd say cool but number eight for me these are local guys probably live in your neighborhood Oh yeah, Wild Pink, yeah, self-titled like there. album. I think it was released this year on Tiny Engines. Cool. I could be wrong. I, I say a lot of wrong stuff on this sometimes, but the name of the song. Wrong Gallo. <laughs> wrong Gallo. But the name of the uh, the name of the song. It's an awesome song. Oh wait, it is on Tiny Engines. Cool. The name of the song is Wizard of Loneliness, and we were listening to it before yeah well we were eating our barbecue it has a spacey bit of a vibe a little good song this is actually my first time hearing it but um good song i liked it yeah i wish them all the best in 2018 can't wait to hear what they do they're a three-piece they seem nice i looked at pictures of them i've never seen them live but friendly faces yeah very friendly faces hey if you guys ever want to come over and be on the podcast wild pink you're more than welcome but let's play those songs. We got Ron Gallo, Wild Pink. is paralyzed 
are behind the bar Serving computers with acoustic guitars It's a travesty, rock and roll matinee Songs about sunny days or love in a pretty way Expression is uniform. All of our food is mostly chloroform. It's not even a secret. It's easily accessible, just like anything on the planet. And no one really minds. It's just a sign of the times. Do not your dime a dozen mine in a world that gave everyone a voice. We have no other choice. We're all so important. Tell me about yourself, tell me about yourself, tell me about yourself I will be forgotten in two generations What will have been my big mark? A couple little tears dangling in the dark An impressive collection of digital remarks An apple falls at the park Where your body lay Deep within the clay It's just another day Where all of the punks are domesticated All of the freaks have gone to bed
Thanks, Wild Pink and Ron Gallo, for the great ear candy this year. But we're moving right along. Seventh Heaven. Not the TV show. Not anything having to do with heaven. Yeah, just because those two words rhyme. Just our number seven picks of the year 2017. What was yours, Thomas? Well, it was... A great Bar None Records release. That's a great record label based right here in Hoboken. Run by the great Glenn Morrow. R. Stevie Moore and Jason Faulkner. What's that like? Oh, it was very, you know R. Stevie Moore. Unpredictable, wild, shreddy. Wait, do you mean our Stevie Moore is in the letter R or like our collective? He belongs to all of us. Well, he belongs to all of us because he is a treasure, but R period Stevie Moore and Jason Faulkner. And this was a really good album. And the name of the song is I Hate People. I don't hate people, though. I like people. But we all feel that way sometimes. This song is spelled I H. Number eight, PPL. So just just in case anyone out there wants to look it up. Is this some kind of like anti-technology screed or something? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you see, he gets really mad in the song. And he's got like a throaty, uh, 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 you know. Oh, yeah. Uh, what, what, one more time, what was that? Uh, uh, uh. All right. He's cool. great. Yeah, but he's a treasure. I mean, that guy's a treasure. You ever look at R. Stephen Moore's website? He has all of these self-release stuff. You could go back to... His first self-released, like, tape from 1968 or whatever. Damn. Yeah. And this is just the latest in his extensive discography. Well, that sounds awesome. So, I haven't heard it yet. I'm looking forward to hearing it. Are you going to hear it right now? Well, I got something to say first. My wait, no- what do you got to say? I got to tell I, you my, wait, my wait, number wait, seven wait, is. Wait, Stop wait, it. wait. You, you, you giving them your number seven pick? Uh... Yeah. Okay, go ahead. So, my number seven is King Cruel, or King K. Rule. I, I don't know. Does he pronounce it like the end villain in Donkey Kong? Yeah, I Maybe. don't know. I'm not really sure. We don't care about pronunciation. Yeah, here. we don't care about pronunciation here. Thank God. Um, this is one of the ones that I was mentioning at the beginning that I've just picked up on recently, and I really like. Um, it's... Parts of it are pretty low-key. Parts of it are more energetic. It's got like a kind of a a very urban in the winter vibe with like minor keys and saxophones and stuff like that. For some reason, I always associated the the solitary saxophone with like walking around a cold city at night. And this definitely scratches that itch. But uh, this song actually doesn't, though. This is one of the more rocky songs on the album. It's called Emergency Blimp. The album is called The Ooze. I'd like to note this, we fulfilled our ginger quotient. Yeah, did you know that... the top ten, this guy is a ginger. Did you know that he's Rick Astley's son? No, I did not. Well, that's because it's not true. If you said that you did know that, you would have been lying. Yeah, well, because he looks like Rick Astley. Well, maybe he is. I can't say for sure that he isn't. Is he? He's nice. I like him. I like the way he looks. (laughs) <laughs> I guarantee it. That's, that's where I was going to go with that, too. Yeah, you're nice. going for the men's warehouse. Yeah, yeah, but you were already setting it up, so you beat me to it. All right. Well, glad you were able to get a ginger in on one of our lists. 
It's important. Yeah. It's important that that hair color is represented. Yeah. And he, he makes good music, too. It's not just a quotas thing. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> our number sevens. Warm regards.
Well, if someone can decipher our humming, they would be able to guess the next song on my list. Because that's what I was humming, and you didn't even know that that's what I was humming. I didn't even know that. Oh, what's I the song? I tricked the shit out of you. Oh. Oh, my God. You're a fool. <laughs> you're Stop nothing it. but a fool. You're nothing but a fool. Nah, you're not a fool. Sorry. Aww. Okay. It's uh, Lena Tulgren. This was her album, Wow. Wow. Released on Brooklyn's Captured Tracks. Seems like all the good records are out on that label. And they do all the good reissues, too. Yeah, I feel like they're... they're, they're Big moment was like a few years ago, though. Yeah, but they're still putting out good stuff, man. This album is an example. Easy TV. You like Easy TV? Yeah, I right? do. Do we see them? I don't think this year. Last year, oh, or yeah. maybe this year. I saw them this year at Union Hall. Uh, oh Union no, Hall. no, we we saw we saw Ott. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, they're they're easy good to confuse. Band. Yeah, very easy to confuse. Easy TV. But anyway, the name of the album is Wow, and the song. Is slow. Slow. Wishing you the best in 2018, Lena Tulgren. And my number eight is from a familiar name, Ryan Adams. You mean number six? Six. Well, yeah. I I don't know why that happened, but anyway. That's okay. Anyway, um, this song is called Outbound Train, and it's from his album Prisoner. Um, this album came out pretty early in the year and it definitely scratched that like 80s sound, 80s rock sound itch. And honestly, I prefer this album to the War on Drugs album. I feel like it's more varied. I was kind of disappointed with the War on Drugs album, even though I think it got really good write-ups and everything. Yeah, it did. I mean, it's, it's pleasant, but I feel like in the last two albums, they're good, but all the songs sound kind of the same, and they kind of convey the same feeling, and I don't know why you need, like, 70 minutes of that, because they're both really long, too. I loved the 2011 War on Drugs album. Yeah, uh, Slave Ambient. Oh, that was so good. Yeah, really I mean, instantly brings me back to that year, the year it came out when I hear it. Yeah, the, the last two have been good, too, but they're, they're just kind of samey for me. Like, I, I like them. I don't love them. Same Z's. But Ryan Adams, interesting choice. Yeah. He just keeps going too. I don't know why. Remember when he did the Taylor Swift cover album completely? Yeah, yeah. I mean, kind of dumb. It, some of the songs on there weren't bad, like in an almost disturbing way. I mean, it was, it was, it was an unnecessary album. Like, and if that were to disappear and every trace of it disappear, I don't think anyone would notice. But that's not the case for this last album called Prisoner which was about his breakup with Mandy Moore I believe. She's not missing him like candy. Oh. 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 Sorry Ryan Adams. He's missing her though as every song on this album will attest. He does but it's his fault. I think he was unfaithful to her. Really? Is that what happened? Yeah I like to inject a little gossip into my podcast episodes and this is uh, the little gossip. (laughs) So I believe Ryan Adams was unfaithful to Mandy Moore. I mean, I believe it. Did you read that book where that came out this year? It's uh, Meet Me in the Bathroom. Did you I, read that? I own it. I have not read it. Oh, uh, read it. There, there's this story about how Julian Casablancas pulled Ryan Adams like into a bathroom or something and threatened to beat him up if he kept hanging out with Albert Hammond Jr. and giving. Oh him yeah, heroin. I heard about that. Yeah. Oh, those strokes. 
Those strokes. Different strokes to rule the world. But anyway, I think the people are ready for our number seven picks. Yeah, probably. So we got Slow by Lena Tulgren, Ryan Adams. Outbound train. Train is leaving the station for our number six picks. Shadowland, supposed to know when it's time to go in the middle of the night when I'm all alone don't know what to do don't know what I'm even supposed to say like a train gone on till it starts to
and outbound. 